0: The center of the universe and the Thrive 15.com World Headquarters. Let's go! Presenting
1: the world's only business school without the
0: BS with optometrist and entrepreneur Dr. Robert Selder, the Forest Hall Business Administration Entrepreneur of the Year in your ear, Clay Clark. It's the Thrive Time Show. 3, 2, Boom, boom, boom. Welcome back inside the room. It's the Audio Dojo of Mojo Fo Show. My name is Clay Clark, the former SBA Entrepreneur of the Year, the father of five human kids. And I am super excited to be joining you today, broadcasting live from the left coast of the Arkansas River. And as always, I'm joined here today with the optometrist turned tycoon and now the Daniel Boone of entrepreneurship, exploring vast new territory, scratching every niche. It's Dr. Robert Zellner, sir. How are you?
2: I am fantastic. I tell you what, I need to find one of those um, raccoon hats. You do because because you've now referred to me as Daniel the Daniel Boone uh, tycoon. I, I <laughs> believe
3: not, you can get one from our property.
2: Well, I probably can. I know. Uh, I know there's plenty of bobcats and chickens and trees and I many know the, raccoons. I know and well, there you go. So. I guess now that I'm a Daniel Boonish kind of man, uh, I guess I need a Daniel Boonish kind of hat.
0: Now, we have two ladies inside the box that rocks today. We're we're balancing the power here. (laughs) We have my incredible wife of 15 years, almost 16 years, Mrs. Vanessa Clark. How are you?
3: I'm doing great. Great
4: to be here.
0: And we have Mrs. Sharita, a.k.a. the Shark. Shark, how are you?
4: Hey, I'm fabulous. Thank you.
0: Okay, now what we're talking about today, Thrivers, is we're going to go down deep into answering the questions that you have and we're talking about how to stay organized how to stay organized now z i'm just i want to i want to ask you you can confess on the air you can share this is a therapeutic show for you um does it make you crazy when things are disorganized and things are scattered and there's no sense of structure does that irritate you like you wouldn't believe or on on a scale of one to ten if ten is max irritation one is not so much at all how much does disorganization irritate you well it um it 12,
2: you oh. know, and when I
0: see it, <laughs> when I see it, what I do,
2: my move now is I just start throat punching anybody around me and screaming. <laughs> it's his
4: ninja moves. And that's, I just,
2: boom,
0: boom, throat punch, boom,
4: <laughs> <laughs> boom, I'm going to start yelling. using that. Ninja. I'm going to start using that, Z. <laughs>
0: oh, the throat punch,
4: it's yes. a great
2: move. No,
0: Z, I want to ask you, because this, ha- this is how I see it, and you can tell me if this is what you're saying to yourself. I don't know. I can okay. just see what happens. I know you've hired landscapers in your life. Uh, yes, and their job is to scape what landscape, the, you know, design the land, make the land <laughs> yes, look. Yes. I mean, so they d- and you walk up to let's say the front door of a property that you might or might not own, and you notice that a bush has not been trimmed to the agreed upon height, and a light is out. There's not the light the light is not on. The, the light oh. should be on. You flip the switch. You would think that the light would turn on, and as much as you're paying the landscaper, it doesn't turn on, and a patch of grass was missed. Can I... What are you thinking to yourself when that happens? I mean, I've I've seen your facial expression, but what is going on inside your mind? I mean, because you've trained yourself now. I I don't see you wig out, but what's going on in your mind? What are you you saying to yourself? Oh, mentally, there's an explosion that goes off of there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just looking for a throat to punch at that point. I'm just like, excuse me, sir, but uh, would you step over here? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you know, you, you learn as a younger man you know it took smaller things to to incur the wrath of khan zon of zohan <laughs> and uh and as you get older you realize that you know you just you keep it all on the inside because that's that's one of the things you do because as a leader people look at you and if you have like a freak out every time something is not right in your business because it's often things aren't right <laughs> in your business then they're going to go, I guess that's how you handle it. You just freak out over stuff and just yell and scream and throw punch people. You know, it's cool. <laughs> how I many? Guess we'll all
0: do that. How many now at the age of 52 looking 32, how many meltdowns a day do you allow yourself? Or a <laughs> week? Is there a quote? you allow yourself one freak out a week? Is it one? I mean, with your high level people who can handle that type of intensity, is it once a week where you say, whoa, 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 we're getting disorganized. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not doing what we agreed on. How, is it once a week is it once a year what, okay what sort we're your, what we're, your... We're
2: three-fourths of the way through April and I've I've had one good freak out this month Oh, so, nice, nice. One good, holy cow. one good I used to call it I used to call it don't make me bang that drum Whoa. don't make me that was kind of my saying and then and then I'd say well I'll, if you make me bang that drum I mean I'm I will bang it but I don't want to don't make me bang that drum
3: I want to point out, we're inside the box that Rocks, but I really feel like it's more like a MMA wrestling cage because you have Claytron in here, the shark, and like Z the ninja. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't even know like, if it's going to be... I,
4: <laughs> you can be the
5: referee. Yeah, I'll be them. the referee.
4: That's <laughs> no, too good.
0: This song is an old school jam. We're going to play a lot of old school jams today, but bang on the drum all day. See, this is what happens when somebody, when someone doesn't save something properly, I just want to go find a drum and... Oh, yeah, just banging that drum. Okay, so, but you're saying right now, I mean, you're maybe one freak out a month, you know, maybe one? Well, I, and I try not to. I mean, I try to be composed,
2: and I try to be a, a um, you know, for some reason, I think a good leader has to be able to take that information, process it, and just don't be like a, just a complete... Well, back
0: in the back in the day, though, go back to when you're like 28. Oh, ba- it's, oh back far, when I had more it's, it's, freakouts. Yeah. It's far <laughs> it's enough. It's far enough in the past mm-hmm. where now it's it's funny, right? Enough time has passed, you can start to make. I think there's probably jokes.
2: still well, there's probably still some people in therapy as we speak. <laughs> How many
0: freakouts would you have a week back then? Back in the day, you're 28, 29. You're growing that optometry clinic, just breathing it to life, just pushing, working hard, working seven days a week, and you walk in, and it's total disorganization.
2: I would probably have a freakout every other day. And it wasn't, other
0: day. it wasn't like a major you freak
2: out, but he'd be like, oh, I told you we don't leave Someone boxes the- in the hallways. <laughs> Somebody ripped the head off a horse. Oh, my goodness. It just used to drive me crazy, people living out of boxes. Uh, still does. Any of my employees now listen to it go, that's right, he's right, I didn't like those boxes in the hallway. You, you better not leave a box in the hallway.
0: Well, we're going to start off with some wins today, and then we're going to get into the nitty gritty of how to stay organized, all right? So here we go. We have some wins of the week from thrivers around town, just like you, from thrivers around the planet, just like you. And so win of the week. Number one, we have a pizza place in Tulsa. I don't have permission to um, from them to mention their name on the air today. So we're just going to say a pizza place in Tulsa. Kind of a secretive.
4: It's delicious pizza too. Jeopardy by the for one hundred. <laughs> what is
0: the pizza place? It the place that we're recommending. We say it's delicious. It's so we good. we wherever whatever it may be. This is the deal. They have raised their prices by five percent. Now and again, they're a coaching client, and for uh, a year. One of our coaches has been like, "You need to raise the prices at least three percent a year to keep up with inflation," and the guy's pushed back, going, "No, we're going to lose our customers." So finally, he did two, and you hate to do two increases in a row. You hate to do that because you want to just raise it a little every year. But he finally, you know, pulled back the throttle, when he's waiting for grass up for for the glass to break. But he raised the profit by. The three percent to keep up with inflation, plus the five percent, you know, that he needed to, because he hasn't given himself a raise in years. And his profitability is up eighteen percent this wow. month. And he said he's only had one complaint. And here we are, uh, you know, towards the latter half of April, and one complaint with thousands of customers. Vanessa? No,
3: that's what I was exactly gonna say. I was gonna say probably no one even noticed. I'm surprised even one person.
0: So you had you know, you raise your prices at a pizza place by fifty cents for a pizza. And I know as an owner that can feel tough when you have to raise prices. So, yeah. Z, I want to start with you, my friend. When you have to raise prices in a business, why do so many entrepreneurs just push back against it? Why do they just fight? Why does it feel so tough for many entrepreneurs to raise their prices even a little bit? Well, I, it's it's the easy button. See, here's the deal:
2: it's easy to compete on value because you can mystery shop your you know your your competitors. You can uh, you can look at what uh, they go for online. I mean, you can actually get the value of it pretty good, and that's kind of easy. That's kind of the easy move, the value move. It's kind of like, well, I'm cheaper than them, so that's going to help my business. Now, you know, being more expensive coming in with a higher-end product than having to provide customer service and the experience of a wonderful business, that's kind of that next level. That's a little tougher, you know. Kind of like when you come in you go to the elephant in the room to get a haircut, you could find cheaper haircuts. You could, but you don't have that music. You don't have that cool atmosphere. You don't have everybody when they're little high tight little little <laughs> haircuts and you know all the paraffin. You don't you have all the little extra stuff that you guys have added to it to bring value to it. You could just say, well, let's just make sure we're cheaper than you know some other super cut or whatever, and then that's how we're going to compete, right? Right. So by increasing your cost of something. Then you have to also go, okay, now I have to justify it. We have to bring excellence. We have to make sure the business is on the customer service side competing and delivering.
0: In my shameless attempt to bring in old school musical segues today, yeah. uh, I would say that it's easy to you know, keep the prices you know, low. It's easy to do that. It's also easy to only learn the two-step dance move and to go to every wedding reception okay, back and, and, and forth. just to clap. You just back and forth and you it's clap it's and you just kind of left pot. and right. I wish everyone had and seen Clyde this
3: morning doing and this dance move for and everyone. everyone.
0: You just kinda do that. And Rick Astley made it made it possible because he did that in his video. He just sang the song Never Gonna Give You Up with only the same dance move for a good solid four minutes. Now, Sharita, you know something about dance moves. Yes, I like Why is it why is it so tough for, you know, older, mature humans, you know, over the age of thirty, let's say mature humans, why is it so hard for us to learn a new dance move? What's the deal?
4: Well, I think you gotta want to step out of your lane. You know what I mean. I think we get comfortable in our lane of what we're comfortable doing, what we're good at, what we've. And mastered. you gotta go for it, hundred yeah, percent. You, can, you
3: can't hit a dance move if Reckless you're like ten. To, yes, just don't even
4: care. Go for it.
0: Now, Z, you've been a, you've been known to be a guy. When you get on the dance floor, mm-hmm. you give the people more. You fully commit. I've noticed you break out some nude. I'm convinced sometimes you go to the holiday party and you say in your mind, I don't, again, I don't, I'm not, I haven't been able to mic the inside of your cranium yet, but I feel like I you're saying, you I, you, I, I, I did, feel like this did. is what you're saying when you walk up to the cityplex. Okay. You're getting yeah. out of your car and yeah. you're getting up there and you're thinking to yourself, I'm gonna bust out a whole new dance move oh, tonight. Been, I don't even I've, I don't even know yet. I don't even know the move. I'm, I've been stretching. I've been ready. You can go another two percent more flexibility when mm-hmm. you do that 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 spread that eagle thing, that move you do. You just pop down to the floor and bop back up. I mean, you're it seems like you've you're 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 all in it when you're doing new dance moves.
2: <laughs> Why not? Have some fun. Get a little. You know, get, it's how I exercise. That's kind of what I'm. So doing. for the
0: Thriver exercise. though, who who's who's fearful of executing a new move introducing a new move called the price increase in their business yep uh, what 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 advice would you have for them? What would you tell him right now, Mr. Thriver, who's afraid to raise the prices, but they need to? Well,
2: you just have to do it. I mean, I know that sounds kind of like, what? What does that mean? Well, you just have you just have to do it. And trust me, just like Vanessa was pointing out and like you were saying earlier, that there's going to be a very small percentage of your customers that are going to fuss about it. And that's okay. But you're going to have the other 95, 98, 90 plus percent that are going to pay you that extra that extra money, and then that's going to be worth it.
0: And the Thriver who raised the prices this just in, we talked to this gentleman. He now finally has the money to open up a second store. The cash flow he's been talking about for over a decade. So he's there. The pizza place will be having location number two of whatever pizza place it may be. Maybe in the future we could talk about it. Right now it's kind of a covert deal. We may not speak directly of the pizza business. But Z, he can finally now open another location because the profits are so good from the first one. And that's what you
2: tell the guy struggling
0: with raising his prices. You show them examples of people that
2: have done it and you show them the the benefits of them doing that and you show them the fruits of that and so you know that's the thing about it is is that whenever we business coach someone we don't take that lightly we just don't you know everybody you know oh you got to do this you know we we study their business we see where they are we see when's the last time they've done something when and then we we coach them up on how to on how to do it again so if you're having a struggle with that um try it you know you can always you can always go backwards you know and that you know you won't, but you can. So you can say, okay, let's let's try this for ninety days and see how we do. Okay, right. and then if it's just not awesome and your business is going, you know, in a basket to somewhere we don't want it to go, then then we'll go back to those prices. Okay, and and I'll and I will confirm that I'm an idiot, and I will say to you, I am sorry, I forced you to do that for ninety days. Now but if, on the other hand, no, no, on the other other hand, this just did. On the other hand, if it's awesome, then you got to write us a really good review and come in and, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, all we're looking for is a review and, and a tattoo. And bring me some pizza. Yeah, a pizza. That's all we're asking for is a review, a nice Dr. Zellner tattoo, and some mm-hmm. pizza. That's all we're asking for. If, you, if if we help you grow your business, a review, a tattoo, and a pizza. I mean, that's not too much to ask. That's a trifecta, wonderful. Now, Thrivers, when we come back, we're going to get into how to name things properly and how to stay organized. And so I'm going to let Z list out some of his pet peeves about disorganization, (laughs) and we're going to see if the microphone explodes. Stay tuned. Thrivetimeshow.com.
6: I'm Ken P. Law, and I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Professional painting by Ken. Uh, Quite a bit of stuff. Uh, A lot of stuff I know that... I needed to do but didn't know how to do it, uh, web page, uh, how to hire people, sales, uh, making a schedule, making programs, I mean just a lot of stuff, I mean it's overwhelming but it's good stuff that you can actually put to practice right away. It's a lot different than I expected, i uh, been to different workshops and uh, you just waiting for the sales punch, you know, and they give you ideas and stuff, but it's always 10 years down the road when you can actually apply the stuff that they're trying to promote. And this is not like that at all. It's very ground level, help you start a business and maintain and grow a bigger business. I like it a lot because he makes you feel comfortable, makes you laugh, so it opens you up to receive and hear. Better. Uh, this is great. It's a lot of interaction. You you can ask him questions. You can help. He can. I mean, if you don't understand something, he can explain it more. So it's very very helpful. I mean, it's, they're missing a lot because uh, a lot of businesses uh, probably do some of the steps that he's teaching, but there's so much they can learn and to. Easy steps that they grow the business even better. It's not like any other workshop I've ever been to. Um, it's very laid back, and a lot of information. And it's a comfortable setting. It's it's awesome. It's a really good good experience.
0: Alright, Thrive Nation, welcome back into the conversation. My name is Clay Clark, the former SBA entrepreneur of the year, and I am now wearing my new official Thrive15.com sweatshirt that is now no longer infringing upon the rights of anybody. See, this is this is a sweatshirt that's not potentially infringing upon the rights of of anyone here, I can't think of anybody here oh, that can wow. be. Oh wow, he's
2: got the honey badger. I like that look on there. It's, it's right. kind of a
0: uh, it's kind of a mascot. The honey badger. Yeah, and he, this one though doesn't look like any other mascot hypothetically. So mm-hmm. I feel like this is this is where it's at. Do you feel good about this? No, I think there's a
2: high school in Idaho, <laughs> outside Boise, that is uh, has a logo similar to that. The fighting honey could junior, It could be a could be a junior high school. I'm not sure, but
0: it's. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, have you, have I'm waiting. I'm, w- I'm waiting for the, the violation email <laughs> the to letter. come in here from their <laughs> like attorney. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Now here's the deal, Thrivers. Today we're talking about how to stay. Organized in your business. And so Z and I are going to be walking you through, but Z, I want to start with the because we have a lot of thrivers. What happens is you get busy, right? And then you're like, you get kind of casual. You know, you start to save stuff in random places. And now when you get busier, you can't spend all day looking for stuff. And it starts to get crazy. And then eventually you end up living in a van down by the river. And that's not what we want to happen here. So Z, talk to me about your pet peeves because your optometry clinic sees thousands of patients. And if you did not keep their charts, the charts of every patient, organized It'd be chaos in there. So talk to me about what are your pet peeves about organization? Well, like I said earlier, boxes. <laughs> when a
2: box of stuff comes in, <laughs> empty it and then throw the box away. Yes. Don't sit there with the box in the hallway, just getting stuff out of it all week. <laughs> oh, I got some more stuff down in here. Yes. And then the boxes and the people trip over them. It's a hazard. It doesn't, It looks unsightly. It's just. It, it's. Ah, I hate it. See, we have a. I a th- hate we, it.
0: See, we have a Thriver who uh, uh, tried to call in, and apparently our phones are just swamped right now. So yeah. we went right to voicemail. But I'm going to play the audio clip for you. Okay. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. Z, why do you have to get rid of boxes? Come on, I want to keep them around. I just received them two months ago. I love them. I want to bo- keep them in the back. I don't want. I'm a cat. I love boxes. <laughs> I
2: I, I want to name them and put little faces on them and be like Wilson, you know, on the on the, on the thing with my little box, you know. I mean, I'm like, this is my favorite box. That's that's one of my big pet peeves. But the other one was as far as management when we had when we saw charts. Now we've gone to paperless, which. You know, now it's like someone, now the big thing is if you don't enter the data incorrectly into the computer, you'll never find that person again. You know, the rest of your life, it seems like. You're looking you
0: know? around for hours going, oh, I, think I, found, I think I found it. And then you're going, no, I didn't.
2: But we would, we would have, oh my goodness. So when we had the chart you would put stickers on the edge
3: i was there back in the day
2: with with the last names appropriately so let's say your last name was clay you would have a c as the first one and then you would have an l because it's cl right mm. and so then whenever you whenever you put that on the shelf then you would go and you put it alphabetically cl uh, at least cl okay you follow me i'm, fo- I'm following you so it would go before a c you go after a ca or you know before a cz but cl all right. And then what happened was people would just go, they just look at the C's and just, they'd just stick it in the C's.
0: No. Is it's easier because you can save no. a second by creating tons of hours <laughs> of work, right? Uh. So then you got thousands of C's up there mm. and you're
2: up there looking, going, it could be any one of them. And so then you just got to go through each and every one of them. I mean, I don't know the hours that were lost a productivity um, from my employees looking for charts, probably could have bought a, you a new Land Rover today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, I, I, and then this is what happened is is that after Z had spent, his team had spent about 17 hours looking for a file by the, for a guy by the last name of Clay, Z was found in the parking lot. And this is audio of Z. He just, they're like, Z, are you, are you okay? Are you okay? And this is what he said. <laughs> that's exactly,
2: that's, like, whoa, that's, ex- that's exactly what I said. But you know, we were talking earlier <laughs> about price increases. Yeah. And I have some uh, special announcement. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Somebody out there is going to have an event coming up this summer that you want, uh, you need a DJ for it. And since Vanessa's on the show today, it's just another hurtful reminder of when she worked for me and you had that super, super successful DJ company. Oh, yeah. That you never once asked me Clay. You didn't even hint that you'd want me to come and DJ an event.
0: You know, Vanessa has uh, justifications as to why we never asked (laughs) you to become a disc jockey. Vanessa has various reasons. Vanessa, (laughs) I hate to put you on the spot without any type of warning, but why did we not ask Z to... Uh,
3: Because I was in such (laughs) high demand. You would just send me. I mean, there was no room for Z. (laughs) I
0: did. Every time that we had an epic, holy crap, we're going to miss someone's wedding... I don't have a DJ because he just called in sick. The other guy called in dumb. The other guy called in drunk. we got to send in the big boss. I would always defer to the bird, to my wife, to Vanessa. And and no point (laughs) did
2: I call you because she always always delivered.
3: Well, it's
2: still hurtful. But I
3: feel like we uh, should get him an honorary DJ system so he could do it now or something. Here's
2: here's what we're going to do. If you email in info at thrive15.com. Oh, by the way, you can email us in business questions. You can email us in business wins. You can email us, you know. Uh, facts and figures that you just like for us to know, actually. Uh, but if you email in a compelling story why Clay and I should come to your event um, and be a DJ, we'll provide all the equipment. It'll be free if... Free. Free? Free? free. It won't cost you anything, and we're going to choose one event because that's a bucket list item for me now to go and do a DJ event with Mr. Clay Clark. And I, I got a feeling it's going to be pretty fun when we do it.
0: Now, Sherita, I want to ask that you, because you've actually witnessed an event that we've DJed back yeah. in the day. Can you describe for the Thrivers the pageantry, the, f- the the ceremoniousness, the overall just the accoutrements, the decor, the atmosphere, the, the passion that people will experience when we come out there and DJ <laughs> for them? We come out of retirement for this glorious and uh, much anticipated event.
4: Yeah, definitely. I mean, if I had to describe it in one word, it would be epic. It's just so much fun. You have the lights, the great music. Both of you have these awesome personalities. And I was thinking about this over the weekend and I thought, whenever they DJ that event, I'm coming. I think I need to come so I can like break it down on the dance floor. It would be such a sight to behold. So I hope you guys will write in because this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity that you're getting. Oh, well, I just want to say the reason why they like it's so epic is
3: because they actually really love it. Love it. Like I remember, Clay one time saying he would DJ until he was 80 and like died DJing, and he meant it. I remember that until (laughs) it drove him into the ground. But no, no, no. But like. He loves it, and I know obviously Z loves it because he 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 wanted to DJ a show. So and now they're just they will get fun that.
4: guys. They're just fun guys to be around. You guys are vibrant and just full of life. So I'm, I'm bringing coming. the party. I'm coming whenever you DJ. Okay.
3: Z, I'm
0: I'm getting sort of excited about this. I mean, you're getting you're getting me all pumped up. And the thing is, I had to block it out of my my mind for a long time that I even was a disc jockey because it, it's like a it's like a. A pull it pulls you back into it, and you can't ever once you've been a disc jockey and you've achieved, once you've got to the top of Mount yeah. Awesome as a DJ, you want to you want to stay up there. But then your wife points out to you, you haven't been home in four years. <laughs> well, <laughs> and your children don't
2: know don't know who you are. That is a problem because you guys were doing what four or five thousand events a year. I mean, you guys you know grew that up and then you sold it for all that money. But I just think it'd be fun. I mean, just to do a kind of a bucket list thing, and it could be a birthday party, it could be a wedding, it could be. So write a compelling letter, and we're going to choose one, just one, uno, uno, uno event, and we're going to come out and DJ it, and it's going oh. to be it's going to be super oh, here fun. Here we go.
0: I'm just getting the music go ready, down, Z. Yeah. I'm just trying to create that energy, get that energy going. Thrivers, you could bring you could bring the it's entertainment. Out, yeah. It could be DJ Z in the house from Clay to Z. We have it all figured out for yeah. Yeah. you. Any
2: music you, you want, know, we're going to I'm
0: Z, you're getting me too excited.
2: Well, and it could be anywhere in the world, too. I mean, I'm not even saying it couldn't be in, uh, you know, hey, all... all The Bahamas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, So it could be, you know, we will uh, have uh, speakers, we'll travel.
4: And you guys know music. Both of you are lovers of music and you love good music, so...
0: And if you want to see Z break it down, I mean, I'm talking about when he breaks it down, you have to call triple a you got to have like a gold card because you'll be broken down you'll be breaking it down <laughs> and if you don't have a gold card you got to pay to have that you know when you see someone totally break it down where you go this this cannot be repaired someone has broke it <laughs> down i felt like that a few times you've deflated <laughs> the air out of all the tires that's how much he breaks it down all right thrivers stay tuned more at thrivetimeshow.com
5: My name is Nikki Warren and I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. The name of my business is The Mocha Butterfly and I'm a fashion designer. I heard about the Thrive Time Business Workshops through a dear friend of mine and I got a chance to meet with Clay and Dr. Z and uh, as I talked to them a little bit more, uh, I loved what they were doing and it just made me you know, more intrigued because I really wanted to grow my business. Well, what I've learned is that for uh, for my business in particular, uh, marketing is needing to be you know getting. I need to step it up a lot more, and and the uh, just focusing in on some key things to get that really going is gonna really get me where I want to go with my goals. I think it's fun. It's a fun atmosphere, uh, which most business oriented. You know, I'm an artistic, you know, artsy person. And I tend to lose interest very quickly if I don't have something to keep me engaged. And you know, the humor, the real life experience, um, and the casualness of it is just really engaging for me. And it's just very relatable. And so, for me, I am having a, a ball. Like I was so excited to come yesterday. I was had. I had butterflies, literally, <laughs> butterflies in my stomach, and uh, I'm just really excited to be here. Well, uh, it's an interesting place. It's got a lot of uh, words of affirmation and quotes and things like that. Very positive environment. Um, the people here are very nice and friendly, and I love the way the uh, room is set up. It's very open space type of a uh, model. And, um, like I said, it's it's a, it's more of a casual environment, it's not stuffy and professional, you know, like it's professional but it's not stuffy professional, there is a difference. And so it's very warm and inviting here. Love the teaching style, love the presentation, uh, very organized and easy to follow. Um, and like I said, the real life experience and the humor just adds that much more to it. I know people who go to different workshops and you know, I, I don't, I'm not sure if they're grasping all of what's being presented there, but I am almost 100% sure that if they come to a workshop like this one, they will get some great golden information that's gonna help them meet their goals if they're willing to apply what they hear. There's no upselling here, um, which I, that wasn't really a big concern for me. But if we're, if I were talking to someone who's very concerned about upselling, I would tell them that they have no worries here and that like, I, you know, I think that this uh, environment is very relaxed, inviting, warm and engaging. And so even it, it does actually makes you wonder like what else, what else is there? I won't lie about that. Uh, so it's kind of, more of an independent intrigue rather than someone pushing you into the intrigue of what else is offered. Um, I recommend coming to this workshop because it is uh, intimate, an intimate setting, uh, great people. I've met some really cool people doing some cool businesses and the teaching style and the presentation is awesome.
0: All right, welcome back to the often imitated but never duplicated Thrive Time show on your radio. It is America's number one destination and Tulsa's number one destination for business. Z, and this just ends, you were, you were telling me before the show, you said, hey, Clay, I'm looking at all the ratings here, and the, the you know, ratings come out, and a lot of people aren't aware of how ratings work, but basically ratings are a big thing in, in radio and in TV, you look at the ratings, and you came up to me and you said, we are... Are the number one rated business radio show in Tulsa, and I and I my face melted, I started crying. It you was like get, I had exfoliate. I got very emotional, mm-hmm. and then what I did is I I queued up this song, um, that, that by Taylor Dane because I couldn't express myself verbally, and I knew that only '80s old school Taylor Dane music could share how I felt about that moment. I put on my quad skates. I asked you to reverse skate with me, and then you slapped fa- me. And then I fell. And you told you, you, you hit me with the truth, though. You said, "Clay, what, what, what did you tell me, Z?
2: Well, I, I spoke that news over you, and you got very excited. Yep. And you got emotional. And then I came followed up with uh, that we're the only talk." Business radio show in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So,
0: that, and see that took, and, that, and that's why, that's why now a lot of times that I, you know, the last couple segments, I, I keep thinking of Michael Bolton's "How Can We Be Lovers" because it's hard to even be your friend when you misled me to that level. It was kind of a deal where I was so excited, and then you took me down to the bottom, and now I'm going to be listening to Michael Bolton's How greatest hits. See, this is a guy who How tried to bring back the Skullet. World. Remember, yeah. Ben Franklin had the skull. He had the he had the, he had the trademark. Ben <laughs> Franklin can rock that thing. <laughs> and Michael Bolton said, "I also have no hair." Wait, say,
3: what is a skullet? I have no idea what you are talking
0: about. Z, please explain what the skullet is. The drivers want to know before we get into how to name files correctly. <laughs> a a skullet it is it's a mullet
2: where the the gentleman's bald on top, Ooh. so it's it's got the party the in the back. Skull. And then it's it's uh, real. It's like skull. business up front, but just skull. So it's called a skull. And uh, there's been some pretty famous uh, Tolsons over the years uh. that've had rocks the skulllet. And uh, Ben Franklin's kind of he's kind of father of the skull.
0: Now the the, the the son of the father of the skulllet, Michael Bolton. It could be related. I don't know. Okay, Thrivers, let's get serious. Let's get serious. This is a very serious show. We're talking about today about how to properly name files, and Z was telling you some of his pet peeves. And I'm going to walk you through here the four moves to staying organized, Z. Move number one, I'm ready for you to pontificate, my friend, is touch it once. Okay, whenever you have an email that comes in, you have a file you're saving, a business card you're saving, Z, why do you want to touch something once. Why don't you wanna, you know, come back to it later? Why do you wanna, if you can, gather something and, and save it in the right spot the first time? Well because then you're gonna
2: get it lost. You lose stuff if you don't put it away where it needs to go immediately. Immediately, you know? And that's what'll happen a lot of times. A lot of times people will look at something they'll say, Oh, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. And then by the time they go back to get back To it, they're like,
0: where'd that go? Now, Sharita you've seen business owners that we've coached where their businesses start to grow. I have one in particular I'm thinking of. We're not going to give any hints. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: All I can say is this business is growing, and as it's growing, I'm watching it like you could. It's almost like a a boat where you go, hey, you guys have a couple big holes here, and they're like, let's go faster, let's go faster. (laughs) Can you explain? I mean, because you've seen it, I mean, you obviously work in an office environment. Why do people not want to stay organized? What's up with that? What's going on? What is up with that, Sharita?
4: Well, I think it's several things, but I think the main thing maybe is that maybe you were never, you know, taught the proper way to organize things. Because I know, for example, how we organize our files here, Clay, you and Z both have implemented a great system where everything, you know, file number one contains this information. File number two contains your sales, your marketing. We have a whole system. And maybe just people have never learned how to organize. Maybe they feel like, you know, I'm not an organized person. They don't know how to do it. And they've also probably made it for a certain amount of time being disorganized and chaotic you know and so then when it's time to change that habit I think it's really difficult
0: Z, why is it so hard for somebody? Because, you know, small business is something we celebrate all around the country. We say, oh, it's Small Business Day. Z, I don't even know if you're allowed to se- – you personally are allowed to celebrate Small Business Day anymore because your businesses are – some of them are over that 75-employee threshold, and now you're not small business. Now you're evil big business, my friend. So <laughs> Ooh, why oh, do, wow. Ooh, yeah, big. so se- mean. No, why are you so mean today? It's 74 employees. It's totally a nice thing. It's like, so oh, he's a great guy. Christy. He's just, he cares about humans and their eyeballs and their retinas. And they're, they're really into corneas. He loves people. You should Optic see germs. the doctor. But at 75 employees, where is he? He never sees the patients anymore. He never comes in. I don't know. All he cares about is big business. Big. So, Z, talk to me about how come how come so many people get stuck in that small business mentality where things are perpetually disorganized? And, and maybe what advice would you have to help somebody get out of that rut? Well, um, that's
2: what today's show is working on. I mean, we're going to try to... Our business coach tip of the day is to try to help you get organized because the more organized you are, the more you can get done, and the more you get done, the more you can grow your business, and then and then go from small business to that. Did you call it evil big business? That's yeah, just that's mean. definitely evil. No, yeah, evil. No, no. no. Well, no think, no, think no. about
0: think about this. Carry this out here for a second. I want you to think about this. The oil and gas business, as an example, you know, people who take the elements, they rob the earth of its of their elements to make my house cool and to keep my kids cool, and to keep my car hot. Those are evil people. Now, the, the the coolness that I experience in my home, that is just fine. I love to be cool. I love to refrigerate my products I buy. That's that's okay. And the, consuming those products is fine, but the people who procure the elements from the center of the earth, they take it out of the earth. Those are some evil people. Big big oil, bad, bad. Big oh, oil. now stop it. You're just in a feisty mood today. I yeah. tell you
2: what, yeah. big, big is good, but you can't get big if you're not understood understood whoa and the way you get that is through organization you have to have things in the right place otherwise you just spend you know, like i said there was there were some days literally my team would spend hours looking for a chart i mean it was the craziest thing i would just be like oh wonder, my god you my know, brain's it's a, gonna explode you know oh. as a dj
0: well, we're on this dj theme what would happen is you're at a wedding right and the crowd's starting to dance it's about nine o'clock nine thirty typically yeah, you start yeah. with the oldies and then you go into that. You start. You start with like the shout, you know, respect Aretha Franklin. You're kind of working up into the 70s. You do Brick House. You always want to play play that funky music. Play that funky music right after Brick House because they they beat they beat match together. Oh yeah. Then you always play Billy Jean. And right after Billy Jean, you always want to beat match with Rapper's Delight. And now it's about 9:30. Things are happening. And when you're looking for the hot stepper, you know, because you realize this song right here is the song that's going to take the party to the next level. Oh yeah. It's not acceptable acceptable to be flipping through that chart trying to find those CDs and you got to know where your jams are, man. You can't be the man if you can't find that jam. Absolutely. You got to be organized. Otherwise, the party stalls. and the party stalls, and. It's bad news. I've met some perpetually distracted DJs and here's how you can tell. When the music stops and they're like Uh ladies and gentlemen, uh we're uh, the buffet, it's uh very open. Uh dear where where's that song? The buffet I'm sorry, my mic on, let me turn that off. And they're, they're, you can just the music stops and you feel that awkwardness and the DJ starts to sweat and look red, it's cause yeah. he's disorganized. And that's what happens. So, yeah, it's funny that we're kind of a DJ theme today
2: because remember, in Thrive15.com, if you want us to come and do an organized... (laughs)
0: <laughs> organized party
2: at your place.
0: If you want to have an organized event for your organization, then you definitely want to fill out the little email action. Send us an email to info at thrive15.com. And I'm telling you what, one of the things that, that DJ Z brings to the table that a lot, of, a lot of DJs don't bring bring there is he has this thing called alacrity the alacrity that's what i think when i think about you it's an eagerness to learn to become the best dj in the world alacrity this is you have this tireless passionate brisk and cheerful readiness to become the best dj
3: I feel like we might be setting him off for a potential DJ world tour after the show. He's going to love it so much, and he's going to be like the touring. The U2 of DJing. He could be the oh, U2 wow. of DJing. Yeah, I feel like we're going to start. It'll be like the first leg of Z's uh, <laughs> world
0: tour wow. DJ.
4: I love it. I love it. You could
0: it. go where the streets have no name.
4: Yes. Wow. Where the streets have no name. Stay
0: tuned. The DJ Z world tour begins when we come back.
4: <laughs>
1: My name is O'Neal Bent, and I'm from Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. I first heard about the uh, business workshops through my wife, Sherita Bent, and uh, I learned a lot more from her, and also got follow-up calls from different members of the organization. Some of the things I've learned uh, about starting my business through Thrive is uh, making sure I'm spending my money on the things I need to spend it on. For instance, uh, like my search engine optimization, uh, my marketing. I'm constantly reviewing the content that I have on my website and um, that's just a few of the things. The overall experience I've had from the Thrive Time workshop has been uh, wonderful. I love how uh, everything that we learn is practical. It's not based off of book knowledge, it's not based off of uh, someone else's ideas, it's based off things that have actually worked and uh, have been tried and true. When you walk in, I mean we came into a smell of wood burning. Um, there's a chimney outside so I, we walked to the building and when you get inside you almost feel like there's like a, I, I don't know if it's, it's like a pub slash club slash work environment, it, it just feels really good. You have music blaring, uh, friendly faces, people say hello and then when you sit down in your seat you have uh, nice uh, comfortable chairs, a wooden desk to work on um, and everything looks modern. So it's a, it's a really refreshing feeling. Clay's uh, presentation and teaching style is very um, efficient, effective. It's also endearing though, because he's, he's very comical. He'll talk about different things he's been through, um, and they're all very funny. But he also hits the exact points he needs to hit at the right time. Um, you never feel like, man, is he ever going to stop talking? You always want to keep listening, and then when it's the bathroom break time, you're surprised it's already there so um, I like how he talks about these practical experiences and uh, it's very enjoyable. The interaction of the workshop is is mostly uh, Clay will will give you information that you need to know but then he also opens it up for questions so there's always this um, question and response type of situation and then there's certain things where um, he'll direct you to do things and it's because he knows that's the way to go. You might question it but I highly encourage you just to listen and do. And to jump into a business and think that you know everything is um, the most prideful, arrogant thing you could ever do, but to come here and to speak to someone who's already done this many times, has directed several businesses, and can give you wisdom and, and information, I think it's, it's wonderful. And I think uh, you, you can never do anything on your own. You have to have other people around you to help you, and he's definitely helpful. The experience I've I've had coming to Thrive Time uh, workshops is I was never upsold anything. I mean, I come in, they do exactly what they say they're going to do, and they leave it up to you to follow up and do the work. And uh, I think that's the way it should be. So it's very straightforward and they do what they say. I recommend that everybody should, should check out Thrive Time workshop because there's so much knowledge and information there that you can use to help you run your business. And like I said before, I I don't think you can do anything completely on your own. And when you have so much um, resource and knowledge in one area, you can use all of that and, and get exactly what you need.
0: Listen to the passion right there. Born in the USA. Do you hear that passion? Love it. He's feeling it like a petting zoo, Z. Mm. Z, I'll tell you what, I am so excited to be here today with you and Vanessa and Charita on the Thrive Time Show. We're broadcasting from the box that rocks through these magical microphones into your ears. And I'm telling you what, we are so glad to be here because we're talking about something that never gets talked about because it's kind of a boring subject for a lot of people. A lot of people say... Being just being organized—that's boring. I would rather be disorganized and go fast. So you, you see that? I mean, a lot of people want to talk about marketing and sales, but boring when we talk about organization. But let me tell you something exciting: when you lose something important and you need it, that's exciting. That gets your adrenaline up there when you need that document and you can't find it. That's when it gets exciting, my friend. Absolutely, and
2: I tell you what: there's, you know, one of the, one of the things that you can learn from us. Um, there's a lot of core business ideas that we we teach, and we have you know four different ways to teach them to you. But organization is definitely one of the things that we bring to the table for you, because as a business owner, you have to have the organization. You have to label things right. You have to put them in the proper place. Because here's the deal. Uh, one of these days, you're not going to be the one going to get it. You know? You're going to say, hey, okay, everybody, this is where we put this. And then if everybody doesn't do it, it'll just drive everybody crazy.
0: And you know what will happen is is that uh, you'll come out to the, the, our next in-person workshop. you got to get out to it. If you missed the one in April, it's okay. But I want you to go to Thrivetimeshow.com, and I want you co- to commit to buy your tickets to the next workshop because when you come out to one of these things, your life will never be the same. And before we leave today... I want to give you a unbelievable story. I can't share it on the air, but I want to share with you something. They have a okay. who shared something kind of privately, and he wanted me to tell you. Okay. But when somebody comes out to a workshop, I don't think a lot of people realize we have a scholarship available. So when somebody can't afford... To come out to these things, we've made it affordable for you, and when you come out to these things, we get into the depths, the deep nuggets, the the details of file organization, of sales, of marketing, of search engine optimization, and during the radio show, what we try to do is respond to the questions that real thrivers like you have. So if you have any business questions at all, just text me to 918 851 Six nine two zero again. Text us 918-851-6920, and we'll get deep into the answering of the questions that you have. Z,
2: but one thing I want to make sure that we stress with in these in-person workshops because they may be, they may be looking out there going, wait a sec, this doesn't it sounds too good to be true. With their scholarships, I can bring three of my employees. It's two day of just awesomeness. Uh, it just sounds kind of boring. One thing I will promise you, if you do not smile or laugh. Um, we will give you a full refund.
0: That is absolutely true. It, 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 it's, it's a thing where we, we do pride ourselves on the entertainment and education um, style. Vanessa, you've you've attended these. You've put up with me now for 15 years of marriage and about a year of dating and such and engagement and all that. So 17 years I've been harassing you roughly, heading towards 18. Could you kind of explain the aura and the atmosphere of these in-person workshops?
3: Yeah, I'll just use this. I remember when I got engaged to your mom wanted to prep me kind of, and she just said, I just want you to know, if you marry Clayton, you will never have a normal life. And I was sold right there, you know. But that's how you're, I just want to say, you know, the workshops. It's not what someone would say is like, I don't know, a normal, so formal boring. workshop. That's what makes him so good. As is, is people respond, it's very, very, um, you know, he's authentic. He's authentically himself. It's not PC, not politically correct. But he tells you the facts like it is. And anyone who has seen Clay in his element, seen Z in their elements. They just get funny because it's just they're so real with you. But that's what you need to hear to take the steps to improve your business. And that's what people respond to is the realness. And
4: yes, you are freaking funny. It's yep. fun Charita, like even though can you're can, learning like even though you're learning it's really fun.
0: Can you explain what about it makes it kind of fun cuz you've been I'm sure you've been sure. there where you're like, "Oh
4: no, yeah. he said that." You get nervous <laughs> no, sometimes. Saying that? Yeah. Can you kind of explain <laughs> yeah. you got kind of to explain,
0: you kind of explain your your experience there?
4: Sure, it's really fun. Like Vanessa was saying it's funny, it's entertaining, but you leave with knowledge and we all have been to events where you go and you leave and and you're like, "What did I really learn? What did I what is my takeaway?" And so for me, I love like it's you're going to laugh, you're going to learn. And I think just working with you all with Clay and Z, and with our clients, you guys really care about helping people build successful businesses. And that's so rare. You both are so passionate. You're both so knowledgeable and you give that information freely. We've had thrivers say, I can't believe they taught me how to do that yeah. here. Yeah. And so we're not going to upsell you. We're not, you know, trying to get you to, you know, give us more money when you get here. We're just investing in you. And so it's fun and you'll learn and you'll be happy you came.
2: Now, Clay, you asked me earlier about touching it once as step one in organization. Yep. And I know, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you are probably the most... Uh, if someone comes and moves the stapler on your desk, you you go, you just have a come apart. I want so Vanessa
0: I, to explain I, this because she she knows the man cave. And if I walk in the man I cave and somebody 30. has adjusted the 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 temperature mm-hmm. or moved something, can you kind of explain what happens on my face or in my mind? Because you've, you've watched it. I
3: just want to take y'all back to just back in the day, DJ Connection, when all the guys were working out of the house. There was such a good story where I think that you had already been kind of pushed to that limit by some of the DJs and um, Jason. Ben Bailey, who now owns DJ Connection, awesome guy, absolutely love him, was messing with Clay, I think at this point, and moved a pair of his scissors, and to this <laughs> day, they talk about the story of... Who took my scissors? <laughs> and the big outcry uh, that proceeded after that. No, we know the kids and I know. You know the man cave is Clay's area. I know if I'm gonna tell my son to go in there, he knows I better not touch anything. He'll watch his lawnmower video, and you close that tab when you're done.
0: <laughs> it, st- it started with sort of a Z. The scissors were moved, and it started with sort of a deal where <laughs> so I said,
3: "Knew he'd have to get into the story." It's I said, <laughs> "I said, who, who,
0: who has moved?" The scissors mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I look and a couple guys are kind of smiling and I'm like, guys, nobody moves and I have labeled everything. Like no one scissors, can touch these things if it's
3: clay, stapler, s- yeah. Somebody off-limits. has
0: moved and then it, and over time it became like who's moved the scissors <laughs> okay who's mo- and it became like are you kidding me i will gouge out your <laughs> eyeballs when I find no scissors, you know
3: oh. and you needed to of- know about
4: z's um throat punch move yeah you know. <laughs> think, for everyone
3: here see, hearing clay say i will guy gouge gau- gau- out your eyeballs and he's laughing i mean Sharita has really seen this. When Clay really gets mad, people don't understand this. He gets so (laughs) funny. He's just like my son. But what is so funny about it is he is completely serious. Yes. And I just remember something here recently, and just looking over at Sharita because I knew she was going to lose it at (laughs) any moment. I'm thinking, do not.
0: (laughs) Earlier today.
3: Yeah. I'm going (laughs) to say when this happened. But it's just that's what's so funny because you're your real self. But oh my gosh, you get the funniest when you're upset.
0: All right, Z. Move number two, so we don't get upset here. Is the universal nomenclature. Universal naming, naming things everyone has to agree on. This is the name for that, and this is the name for this. You know, there's this, there's an agreed upon name for that, and an agreed upon name for this. We all can't be referring things to as as from as a, a different thing. In fact, in Genesis 11, 1 through nine from the Bible, apparently it says here, but the Lord came down to the city and the tower that the people were building. The Lord said. If as one people speak in the same language they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so they will not understand each other. So the Lord scattered them from there, over the, all over the earth, and they became and they, and they stopped building the city, and that is why it is called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of the whole world. From there the Lord scattered them over the face of the whole earth. And where are my scissors, Lord? And He moved them. So Z, I mean, if you want to confuse people, you get them all speaking a different language. Don't let people say things the right way. Correct?
2: Yeah, and I love some of the stories of these, you know, high-end, you know, entrepreneurs out there like Elon Musk, and just how he just goes crazy over nomenclature and crazy over naming. In his organization. He's just so laser focused on it. I mean, that's not, I mean, if this is just a subset of business. This is not, you know, it's not the super fun, sexy marketing, you know, closing a sale, you know, the seven steps and you know, getting a guy to buy your stuff, you know, all that kind of stuff. But this is the nitty-gritty kind of foundational workings that that really help businesses go to more profitability because. Because what happens is, like I said earlier, you're not wasting money on employees running around looking for scissors, can right?
0: I, can I Can I ask you this? Could yeah. you kind of educate us about the importance of naming things right over some sexy music so it's, it feels sexy? Well, you see here,
2: if you call that scissors and I call that tape, we can never go on a date. Oh. Because your scissors, I would always bring tape.
6: Nice.
2: And you're always br- <laughs> no, the, 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 an organization. You, you have to, a lot of it. A lot of it is abbreviations. A lot of it I find when I'm when I'm dealing with guys and the the you know the train has left the track. You know, a lot of people are like, well, wh- where did you put the X Y Z? And it's like, oh, the X Y Z is over here. Well, that's not the X Y Z. You know, the X Y Z should be over here. And and what happens to the efficiencies of it? And then the thing that drives me crazy is that okay, you have a system in place, right? Yeah, we have our gnomie. I'm got our Nomi. We have our, we have our gnomes. We have our gnomes in the hallway, standing in the boxes that shouldn't be there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Labeling charts incorrectly. Uh, no, we we have our naming system, and then people don't follow it. That's just, ugh. and that's a whole nother That's a whole other show.
0: That's when things get weird. When you're saying Billy. Why did you bring us BVDs? He said, I thought you wanted BVDs. He said, no, I wanted the DVDs. And see, that's the casualness. Pretty soon you end up getting weird brands of underwear brought up to the office. (laughs) That can't happen. You want to make sure you you refer to things the right way. No BVDs, DVDs. Now, Thrivers, when we come back, we're going to be talking more about how to stay organized as you scale your business. Because without organization, you cannot be an organization, right? I mean, you'd be a disorganization. So stay tuned. More about how to stay organized today on ThriveTimeShow.com.
7: Sam Parker.
8: Okay. I'm Karina Parker.
7: we live here in town. Um,
8: we're looking to be in like the food industry. Thrive Time workshops, we've learned about advertising and what we need to do to get our name out there, what we need to do to get to the top of Google, and, you know, the necessary steps that we need to take right now to get to where we want to be.
7: The Thrive Time workshop experience is, is really um, encouraging and it's, it's great hands-on. Um, information and stuff that we can relate to because we're able to talk to people here that are going through the same stuff that we are.
8: There's motivation everywhere. If you don't feel motivated then something's wrong with you because it's all over the walls. Uh,
7: He's very funny, uh, like a comedian, but at the same time he wants you to learn and so if you have any questions he's willing to help you and uh, talk you through anything, any questions that you have, but at the same time making it fun and encouraging for you.
8: He's also very candid. He doesn't hold anything back that most people are like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't say that because it's offensive. Yeah, you can tell he's being real. He doesn't care about offending people.
9: Yeah, he just wants to help you.
8: (laughs) So I heard an advertisement that said to leave your wallet at home, and I mean, that's what it's been the whole time. It hasn't been like, oh, make sure you stop by our table in the back and buy 10 books and sign up for a two-year subscription with us. It was just like, hey, you know, What we do offer, there wasn't pressure, and it's a month-to-month thing. It's not like you're signing your life away.
0: All right, welcome back to The Thrive Time Show on your radio. During your noontime, welcome back again here to The Thrive Time Show. For many of you, um, this may be your first time listening to the radio show, and if, if that is you, I'm excited for you to experience uh, what I think is long overdue—it's business school without the BS. Uh, Doctor Z, can you kind of explain what 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 business school without the BS means from your perspective? Well, it's a
2: it's a catchy little fun phrase that we use because BS stands for uh, several things in the world. One of them would be a Bachelor's of Science. Ooh. You do not actually get a certificate or a degree from listening to us, or going on Thrive15.com, or being business coached. Or coming to one of the in-person workshops, you you do not you cannot say I am now have a degree uh, from a university, right? So that's the one BS. There we go. And the other BS is a term that is uh, we'll say no um, 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 unnecessary um, knowledge, unnecessary stuff that you don't want to listen to that that just clogs your head up, you know. So when people come to like our in-person workshop, for example, and you can go on ThriveTimeShow.com and and check it out, uh, but pretty awesome, but. They're practical stuff. It's the steps. It's the next step you need to do. It's well, what do I do after that, and how do I do it? I need to download. I need a template. Don't just tell me I need a, you know, I need to do this. I mean, help me to do it. And that's what we do in the uh, in the in-person workshop. That's what we do on Thrive15.com, and when we do our one-on-one business coach, we do the same thing. So we we kind of short, you know, we give you the softball to it. You know what I mean? So yep. um, you say, "Listen, you need a script for your people answering the phone," and you go, "I know, I've heard that all the time, but." Uh, what do where do I, I where do I start? What do I? How do I do it? I mean, I know I need a script. I know I need. A, I need a. Teach my people how to answer the phone and say the same thing. Just over and as over an and example,
0: over. just as an example, I want to pick with a pick on you in this okay. idea. I don't okay. hate to put you on the spot all right, here, all right, all right. but uh, we have Chris here on the show here from from Anchor Financial, and I know he wants to put you on the spot, and I kind of do. So two Uh-oh. of us want to put you on the spot. Chris, how are you doing, though, my friend? You doing good? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, so here we go. You are a help, a financial planner. You help people plan out their financial future. Is that correct? That's correct. And when you invest, uh, you know, people can invest, and in, in, let's say someone buys a mutual fund or some kind of a Kind of investment product where they're investing in a billion dollar business. Is that normal to put in someone's portfolio like an investment in like an Apple or a Google or big, big companies? Is that is that normal to include in a financial portfolio of some kind? Absolutely. Okay, so here's the deal. You can't build a billion dollar business or in Z's case, you can't build a business with I think, is there, Z, is there eight optometrists now? Is that right? Uh, nine, yeah. Nine, nine optometrists. Yes. You can't scale to nine optometrists unless you build repeatable systems. So there's got to be a Thriver listening right now who says, well my industry is different you see you can't build a script for my business because I'm a doctor well, so what advice would you have for that person who says I just can't teach my front desk a guy or my front desk person to answer the phone because I can't build a script because it's just different. My industry is different. Well, they're not. I mean,
2: you break you break a business down. I don't I don't care whether you're selling pizzas, whether you're selling neurosurgery, whether you're selling uh, staplers or tape. As a matter of fact, to tie into last the last hour show, yeah. whatever you're selling, whatever that product is, there is a script that's there. Now, obviously, there's there's different directions the script can go. And doing a script is not—you don't want them robotic, but yet you want them saying the same things that are approved by you
0: to say. What if somebody says, "No, but I own a bank or I own an auto auction." Hypothetically, I've invested in a bank or same auto thing, auction. Script, 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 script. I own script, a durable medical company. Script, you don't script, can't script, possibly script, understand. Center
2: script, yeah. Auto really? auction script. I mean, what everything. about a
0: photography company?
2: Script. What? And that's what we do when you come to the in-person workshop. We don't just say, hey, you need a script for your business. And then you sit there and you scratch your head and go, I, that's you, so I got true, my notes. Man. You're taking so your notes. On. Well, okay, I got to get a script. I've heard good one. this so many times. We actually give you the practical steps and how to do that. Ooh. We give you some examples. We give you some templates. We give you some downloadables. Now, obviously, you, you, know, you want to make it for your business, but we help you with that process. We don't just say, do it. You but I I'm want saying? to
0: learn more about papyrus and psychology and the history of the Mayans. Are you guys going to talk about that at the workshop? Uh, no. Sorry. That's a different, well, different workshop.
2: That's a different workshop.
0: All right. So here's the deal, Thrivers. We're talking today about file naming, how to stay organized, how to stay organized as you scale your business, because you can't scale it until you nail it. So this third principle is you want to make everything scalable. So I'm going to start with U Z. UZ scalable and then I want to pick Chris's brain from a financial perspective. So from your perspective, Z, what when you say make it scalable, okay, let's say there's a young man listening who wants to be an optometrist someday and hopefully any city but Tulsa, you know, like Dallas or something. And he wants to build a scalable optometry clinic to someday have nine optometrists. When you say build it scalable, what does that mean?
2: Well, that means it's organized, and that's one of the, the things we're talking about today. You want to be able to take one person and be able to take, take that person through your system. And whether they come in today or tomorrow or a week from now or even last month, which mm. is kind of impossible, but they came in last month, they're going through the same process. And whenever you nail it, then you can scale it. In other words, you, you figure out, okay, here's, here's step one in our process. Here's step two. Here's step three. Here's step four. Here's step five. Now we're checking out, and now they're gone. Boom, there. You know, 10 steps, 12 steps. So once you get those nailed and you get them down and you teach your people how to do their part of those steps, then you can scale it. Then you can go faster. And that's what that's what that does. But if you're always like, well, I don't know, let's try this today. Let's try that tomorrow. You just you do what you feel is the best. OK, I mean, you know, you're part of the team. and I trust you,
0: you know, then it's hard to scale at that point. So you've really got to agree on rules, systems, processes, how you do stuff. And Chris, you help people get their financial life organized. And I just want to ask you a couple of maybe these uncomfortably real questions. (laughs) The average person that you meet with, how old are these people? Is it men, women? I mean, how old are we talking? All ages. But typically,
10: you know, uh, your business owners are going to range from early 20s all the way up to, you know, 55.
0: And when they sit down to meet with you, you do, you know, a financial analysis and you really get to know them and their goals and... Do most people have their stuff organized at this point, or no. is it a little bit crazy? Or walk me through what the financial picture looks like for most of the people you sit down when you first sit down with them. You know, before we get to the light at the end of the tunnel, when you first meet with them, what does it look like? Usually, it's twenty percent of the people I sit down with
10: have have some sort of a plan in place. Now, typically, that plan is fa- flawed because they're not well. It's like you guys talk about all the time. You know, if you've got employees, you got to hold those employees accountable. Well, you have to hold yourself accountable, too, to what kind of future you want to have past your business. So holding yourself accountable to what you're putting into your, into your plan, what you're implementing, and then going back and looking it over and saying, okay, wow, um, I totally missed my goal because I forgot to do this, this, and this.
0: Let's say that I'm a self-aware person. So I'm, I'm listening to the show because I want to become the best me that I can be. Which, by the way, Z, that's all of our listeners. They want to become <laughs> the best. They're not, they're not justifiers. We don't have justifiers that listen to our show. We don't have negative Nancys or we don't have uh, Crazy Carls. What we have is people that are focused on becoming the best, uh, the best version of themselves that they can be. And so they're saying, okay, I'm looking for some practical tips that I can apply right now in yeah. my life. Yeah. Financially speaking. To help somebody get organized, or to help somebody get on the right track, Chris, give me maybe a step one, two, three, or give me some steps. What do I? What are some action steps I can take today? I'm ready to go. First things first. Let's see what you can actually do without
10: every month. So if that's 100 bucks, if that's 200 bucks, whatever that is. What can we comfortably do without? Then we want to scale that, just like you guys were talking before, scaling it up, scaling it towards your actual goals. So it may not be what you really want to start with, but you've automated the process, which is step two. You mm. automate it. If you don't automate it, you'll forget about it. You'll forget to do it, and then it comes. Today is tax day, by the way. Oh, uh, so, it's so great! Yeah, isn't that fun for everybody? But basically, I love taxes. you know, all of that stuff is is we're in that when that time frame. So all of that is a uh, uh, you know something you have to think about when you're you're getting the last minute. And go, oh my gosh, I didn't put anything in my IRA. Uh, when's the last time I can do that? Well. It's the last day of tax uh, season.
0: Okay, so the thing is, Thrivers, is again, I'm going to break down the wisdom, because that, that, Chris does this every day, and I know for a lot of you this is new knowledge and new information, is one, make a list of the things you can do without. <laughs>
4: live from the center of the universe, you're listening to The Thrive Time Show.
0: And Thrivers, for any of you just getting to know Chris, you know, Chris is uh, one of the owners of Anchor Financial. Their website is myanchorgroup.com, is that correct? You got it. And if you're looking to get your financial life in order, check out their website. These are great guys, really great Oklahomies. Z, when you were starting your optometry clinic, what are some of the stuff that you went without? I mean, what's some of the stuff where you, maybe looking back at it, were like, Oh man, that was a, that was a sacrifice that I made. I remember that. I remember sitting down saying, purposefully, I'm not going to buy that or do that or live without that.
2: Well, when I first started, I, of course, I just rented, you know. And then I try to try not to eat out as much for lunch. You know, you pack you pack lunch. You know, you can save a lot of money there. I mean, you know, just um, in your food costs throughout the day. Plus, it was also, you know, if I if I had. To, you know, if I got busy over lunch, and I knew I had something there in the in my office, I could just go grab and eat. You know, so but um, yeah, those are two big things. Another thing that I did that was very purposeful in is I worked you know seven days a week there. I mean, I worked for some other guys, um, and so I was working seven days a week also. So sometimes it's it's what you can say, but then also what you can extra earn. You know, um, just like just like you were talking about financials. I mean, okay, I can only do a hundred unless I pick up an extra shift. You know, at work, or unless I, you know, do a little overtime this week, or unless, you know, and so sometimes, you know, doing that second or that more and saying that's all gonna go to savings, or that's all gonna go to my financial future is another way you can look at that.
0: Absolutely. do you you remember that song by the Beach Boys? Remember, wouldn't it be nice? Do you remember the song? Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? This song was a song that for some reason got stuck in my head when I was starting DJ Connection. Yeah. And this was like my mantra for a long time. And really? I just thought about—no, seriously—I was. I thought about like, you know, wouldn't it be nice if we could afford air conditioning? Wouldn't yeah, it wouldn't be, nice, wouldn't that be nice, we, nice? And so we made this. I mean, it's up on the wall here, but we bought these yellow page ads up here. And I mean, I remember when it was like i they, talking to the yellow page rep, and he says, "Now I'd never bought ads before, but he's like, it'll be you know $1,200 a month if you want what we call the leader ad." And I'm going. Yeah. Uh, if you want now the one here, and I started going through thinking about it, and I'm pulling an all-nighter trying to figure out what words should I say and how long mm-hmm. should I commit to. Yeah. And I remember he says, now, if you can commit to two years at 1500 a month, I can give you this and an inside cover and all these different moves. And I, we did it. And so I came home, and it wasn't like a rash decision. I told Vanessa I did it. I decided I'm buying that uh, Yellow Page ad. And she goes, so we're turning off the AC. I'm like, oh, I already called him." And so we went the summer of love, my friend. And we literally, we did not have the air conditioning on for the entire summer of 2001, I believe, and 2002. Just no air conditioning all year, baby. It was just hot. We hot, lived on love, hot sauce, hot sauce right there. But I'm there. so glad we did it. We went without something for a long-term thing. I always took those showers over there at, uh, what was it, All-American Fitness over there off of uh, 81st and uh, Lewis. Because it wasn't hot there. So I would go work out. And then I would just like they had air conditioning, so I would take the coldest shower possible. Bring my gym bag. Head oh to, yeah. And I had the three jobs working at Directv and and uh, Target and Applebee's. Where I, by the way, I'm so sorry if I ever waited on you at I-44 in Skelly. I was the worst waiter because I have no short term or midterm memory. Mine's just long term. You got to drill into my cranium. So you'd say. I want a water. I want a Coke. She wants a Sprite. My kid wants, you know, uh, chicken strips. And I just wouldn't remember anything. you just bring them whatever you wanted. Yeah, i just bring them whatever I (laughs) wanted. I thought you might like this. That sounds good. But the thing is, Thrivers, I encourage you to make a list today of the things that you're willing to do without. And the second step that Chris mentioned was to automate your savings. And, and, And the first step to automating your savings is you need to hire an expert. Okay. Then I'm going to read you a notable quotable. This is from Ben Franklin. He says, "For every minute spent organizing, an hour is earned." And I would argue this that when you save money, Z, you're kind of just buying your time. Are you not? I mean, when money allows you to buy time, freedom. I mean, that's, that's a exactly
2: huge, what that's exactly what you're doing. Yes.
0: So when you meet with a financial consultant uh, like Anchor Financial and Chris here, I encourage everyone, at least go to the website, go to myanchorgroup.com and check it out because when you get serious about investing in your future, you can buy back your time. And so when you're 60, 65, 75, whatever, 55, it depends depends upon when you begin uh, the process, when you start automating your savings. Uh, Chris, a lot of people can retire early if they just get serious starting today to take charge of their financial future. That's right. That's exactly right. And I've got clients that that have not even focused on this
10: before. And now that they do, it's like, oh my gosh, I can actually accelerate this at a rapid rate. Never knew I could.
0: What's your phone number, my friend?
10: 918-591-2880. Give us a
0: call. If I was just eating some baked beans and I got distracted, what's that phone number one more time? 918-591-2880. Stay tuned. Thrivetimeshow.com.
11: My name is Sean Lohman and I'm from here in Tulsa, actually Owasso. I own a residential redevelopment company, so I buy properties and then I fix them up and then I sell them for a profit. Well, Thrive is very non-industry specific, so when we come here, there's business owners from all different aspects of business, you know, they're doing all different industries and he's teaching us how to look at it from that angle because he's, he owns nine businesses. Clay Clark owns nine businesses, so he's, he knows what's in common with all of them. So he's teaching these big principles, things like just the backbone of how a sales conversation should look, or specifically what your, your marketing campaign needs to look like in order to make it be sustainable. Um, those are some of the biggest things that I'm gonna take away and implement immediately. Uh, it's an intimate environment. You know, there's less than less than 30 people here, business owners. So you get a chance to ask questions, and it's just really informative and um, inspiring. Oh, this place is cool. There's a lot going on in here. There's a lot to look at. Um, there's a lot of uh, inspiring and motivational things on the walls and lots of accomplishments and just uh, a very cool yet productive atmosphere. I'm coming in here yesterday and you know we're, there's a sales team in here, it was Friday. So you know they're, they're ringing appointment bells and hitting gongs when they're making sales and it's just a really... Um, Motivating environment to be in to see you know how this how his business is done basically. Clay's presentation style is really great. This is kind of a no BS, very direct sort of style, but he'll also get you know non-specific with, with what he's teaching, and then he'll get very specific and he'll use stories throughout the process to really help it connect to you and, and make it implementable. Consistently, he is he's offered an opportunity to ask questions at the end of each workshop, and so that's really where you know the learning takes place is asking those questions and, and getting those direct answers so that we can you know take those action items away from that. Uh, I don't see enough questions being asked, and sometimes that's just natural. Um, but if people are missing out on the opportunity to ask questions, they're missing out on the opportunity to learn. And so, if there's anything that's going to stop you from learning and growing, it's you. If you're here, you're gonna learn and grow as long as you're motivated to do that. And these other seminars that I've, I went to six actually in the last year. So, uh, of these six, uh, at, at every single opportunity, you know, At the end, they're all, there's always a back of the room thing. Hey, you can spend a little money here and get this or that or this. And although those things are helpful, that's not always necessarily the best feeling we wanna get. So he wants us all to know, and he's very clear about the fact that he's not trying to upsell us anything. His motivations are different. He's not trying to sell us, he's trying to help us. He's trying to mentor us. And he's very open about it, so I'd say it's, it's awesome. That aspect of it's awesome. We need more people who are motivated in this world. We need more people who are willing to become entrepreneurs, who are willing to create jobs. We need more of that. There's not enough of it. So that's, the, to me, the message. That's the, the goal is mentor a million people Is this company's idea. And it's a beautiful idea, and I'm behind it 100%. So I want to contribute in any way I can as I move forward. This is just awesome.
0: Dr. Zellner, you are like the doctor of music, my friend. When you're, you're playing these tracks, this intro music, you're coming in hot, my friend. I mean, where do you get your vast musical knowledge? And could I, in the future, if I wanted to, hire you to DJ, If, but just only for one night? That is a series of excellent questions which
2: you love to ask me compound questions yes, over, it, yeah, makes, over just, it makes it makes
0: me seem very smart i know and no. it overwhelms the person answering that's the, I, uh, yes 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 there's an eight-part okay, so question 82 part first part one part one part one is where do you get your vast musical knowledge i mean where where are your inputs i i enjoy music i'm a i'm a fan of all
2: kinds of music and enjoy listening to music um throughout the day and, and I, I love I love music. So music is uh, you know and that's why when you have music in your business and it fits it well, you know, it's really good. One time I walked into a business and it was a, a liquor store and the dude behind the counter looked like he was like in a uh, ooh, in a bad
0: in a, like he in, consumed in a, a lot way. of liquor.
2: Like he was in a bad <laughs> way. and the music was so loud and so horrible, it was almost like uncomfortable to be in there. Hey, I, was welcome just, in, uh,
0: Dr. Z. I was just
2: like Oh, it was bad. Should I put on my pants? I looked at this dude. he's got 87 piercings and you know neck tattoos and tattoos everywhere. And he's just dressed like he just got out you know just rolled out of bed and you know everything everywhere, and you know, spiked leather jackets and stuff. and
0: this music was just like, yeah, and I was just like, it was I did not want to be there. But if only for one night, you know, queuing up a little Luther band draws so here. Nice. If only for one night, Z, if only. But this one, one if I night. wanted to make my wedding reception awesome, just if only for one night, if only, if I could take me to a place in oh, time, yeah, the DJ challenge, where yeah. where you would be willing, as, as Tulsa's number one optometrist, to come help my party see 2020, to take my event to the next level, is there a time and place and a space where you would be available? Well, we've been joking about it, but we're actually serious. If, we're you, serious. E- if you email us at info at
2: thrive15.com, Clay and I will come out free of charge and we will DJ your event. Could be a wedding, could be a. a a party, a birthday party, it could bar be anything. Mitzvah. A bar, bar, bar mitzvah. Should you,
0: if you were a true DJ, you could have rattled those off. You got corporate parties, Ooh. you got sweet Ooh. sixteen parties, pool parties, right? Z, I mean, tropical theme parties, Super Bowl parties, Valentine's parties. I mean, it could be, I mean, it's great. There's know, any kind of brown
2: hog day party. I don't know if you throw one for that next year, but anyway, we're going to choose one, the most compelling letter of why. We should come and DJ your event. We're not going to charge anything. We're going to bring all the goodies, all the speakers, all the uplighting, all the fun stuff. And we're going to DJ your party. Then we're going to drop the mic because I just, I'm kind of, it's on my bucket list now to do. And I know you had that business and you did, you know, I don't know. How many events you did, but you were doing four and five thousand a year and then you sold it. And now, jokingly, I've been saying, Hey, why did you never get me to do a DJ? Be, be one of your DJs. Can I ask you this? Because everybody have... I meet is like, Yeah, I used to DJ for Clay. I mean, everybody I meet yeah, has you know, been that, your DJ. The
0: entire Nelson Nissan sales team used to DJ for I, us. That's so what I'm It's saying. Just like Every, they all walk in. What's up, man? I'm sure Chris has probably DJed before for you, right? No, I right would, right? I, no Chris, I want to ask you this. <laughs> um, Chris, you're a financial planner with Anchor Financial. Yes. We're talking today about staying organized. That's what we're, the topic today. And I want to ask you, do you guys help people if they want to organize their current financial future, but what about like wills or trusts, or do you recommend somebody if someone says, hey, I want to leave an inheritance, and do you help people with that? Or? I have an
10: associate of mine that that uh, he's uh, he's a lawyer, so he actually helps come in and do all that. So yeah, we can do trusts, we can do wills. All of that stuff is is relatively easy and simple, and it's it's not that expensive if you're really, but you know, a lot of people open a trust saying, oh, I need a trust, and you know what? If you put your house in a trust, you put your cars in a trust, and and that car has an accident, that trust is still penetrable. So you know a trust is not a solve all, guys. That's just a, a fallacy, and everybody's used it and abused it. But there are certain situations you need it, but most people don't need a trust. So, uh, but yeah, wills and, and 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 living wills,
0: absolutely sure. Well, I mean, we do them all. But now here is the here are the tips. We're recapping the tips of the day to get organized with your business. One, touch it once. Please touch it once. If you have a file that you encounter, please save it in the right place the first time because... If you don't, you'll get busy. As an example, Z, we're about now 120 days from selling Elephant in the Room franchises. We're very, very close. Very cool. A five-year process. And the team now is organizing all the documents, and it's very easy for them. They're looking for the most updated business card, the script, the LLCs, the operating agreements. We're just putting it all in the right place, getting it all organized. We're working with a legal team. And it could take forever if we didn't have everything saved in the right place. It could make my brain explode. You've got to tell me. There's got to be a fun story about because I know this is a passion of yours, mm. and
2: I know physically people have kind of rearranged your desk and they've kind of driven you crazy over the years with with you know putting stuff purposefully in, in different areas than what you wanted them to be in. But this touch at first, I mean, you've got to have a fun story back there of an epic failure. I do.
0: I t- have one, and I don't know if I've shared this on the air before, but I'll cue up my story time music. Years ago, we had. This thing called karaoke that descended upon America back in the 90s. Remember that in the 90s here, Chris? Did you ever go out and sing karaoke? Oh, yeah. A few times I'm
10: embarrassed about, too, yeah.
0: Well, the Applebee's hired me. They said, hey, you're a former employee. I have a connection. I was following up. And Ian, the guy, says, we'd like to hire your team to provide karaoke once a week. Z, have you ever sang karaoke? Oh, yes, of course. Okay, so I get all the music. I buy the music. I set it up. And what you want to do is you want to make the book where you can choose a song. So people come up and say, yeah. I want to sing Always, I Always Love You by Whitney Houston. And I'm thinking you don't, you shouldn't sing that. I don't say that out loud, but I'm thinking yeah, you yeah, probably yeah, shouldn't yeah, sing that. Yeah. But then about eight beers in, people want to sing that song. So they have to choose through the list, and they go, yeah, I want to sing this song. And they point out the title, and that title should correspond with the songs on the CDs. You feel me?
2: Oh, that's, yeah. Okay.
0: So we had I mean, a guy in, in my in office theory. In theory. who is in favor of legalizing pot still. Yes, okay. Because well. he has consumed quite a bit, okay? So okay. He's, he's going, bro. Don't worry about it. I'll get it all organized. So I go out there to my first Applebee's big corporate gig, and a guy walks up and says, well, "I always want to. Uh, I always like to sing. You know, some some early Waylon Jennings." And so he cues up. You know, he tells me the song, and I get it ready to play. And out comes like Prince. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, man, that ain't funny." You know, because this is like I means there's people who are serious about karaoke. You've met these people. I mean, these people are. This is what they do. They go to karaoke bars. Oh, yeah. And so he's like, hey, man, I, I ain't kidding. And his p- audience is booing. Boo! Boo! You've never heard oh, people yeah. boo so loud. Boo! <laughs> boo! And then, by the way, people, referees and DJs, you can't win. Just Boo! And so I go, let me let me get it. So he comes back. I said, "What, what, what was there another song you won? He said, yeah, The Dance, you know, Garth Brooks. Yeah. I remember that, The Dance. Oh, The Dance, the dance. Yeah. Okay, so it's like A2. I pull out the disc, I put it in, and out comes, like, Michael Jackson. And <laughs> oh, boom! no. Oh, bro. And, he's, and, and he's a little bit hammered, and he's one of those good, good old boys who gets a little bit mad when he's had some alcohol. And he's on the mic, <laughs> like, hey, man, hey, man, I ain't kidding around. But, and I just, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> and so I end up having to go up to the guy who hired me, and I said, i think every song is wrong i think i'm pretty but, sure but I we don't. could spin it if we get enough alcohol flowing we could say that it's karaoke it's like you don't know what you're gonna sing karaoke it's surprise it's karaoke surprise night. karaoke and he's like we gotta do it and so that became the move was surprise karaoke night at the applebee's and it was crazy and if that manager hadn't been so kind as to go with it i probably would be living underneath that man's Ford truck who I kept playing his wrong songs. It was a bad deal. Well, I'm surprised he didn't take you out back behind the Applebee's there and give you a little what-to. what, what to. It, was not a, it was not a good situation. So, one, you want to touch it once. Two, you want to have a universal naming system, okay? Three, you want to make everything scalable. And four, at all costs, you want to avoid casualness. And casualness causes casualties. You know. So you say, hey, our meeting should start at 11. But now you've changed to say, why don't we start around 11? And pretty soon your team's showing up at 11.30. Noon. Now nothing's getting done. And, Z, things start to drift over time. And that's how you get your financial future screwed up, that's how you get your business screwed up. That casualness is not a good thing. When we come back, both Z and Chris are going to be walking us through how to take the casualness out of your financial future and your business future. Stay tuned, Thrivetimeshow.com.
7: My name is Tyler Schultz with Witness Security from here in Tulsa. Well, I actually started listening to uh, Thrive on the radio, 1170, and uh, then I got my dad into uh, listening to the show. And then it actually turned into Clay gave us a call and uh, we started actually working with Clay on a weekly basis. He's helped us drastically when it comes to the SEO getting us high, a little bit higher in different markets. Uh, we then he offered the conference. And just learned a lot when it comes to the sales and um, the employee side of things. It's going to help our business drastically. Oh, Very uh, intuitive, just uh, pulling you in to break down each part of your business. Uh, The interview process, the employee process, Uh, if employees not working out, let them go it's a drastic experience. You just have to come and check it out. I mean there's so many things that they can help you with. Clay's a funny guy. Uh, he just wants to get into each and every uh, person's business and help you out. Well, I know I've asked a couple of questions and he's uh, broken down that question and answered it uh, in several different ways. There, there are so many different things. The SEO uh, first and foremost he will help you get the more business coming in, and then once that is coming in, then he uh, helps you with the employee process of uh, do I need to hire more people? Do I need what? What do I need to put in place? And he gets you there. You hear of all the other different type conferences, and I, I myself have never been to one, but uh, the walking on coals and all that stuff—that just seems like a bunch of hype that isn't really needed. And I know of several people that have gone to those type conferences and yet they haven't because there's no action, actionable deals, you really don't have any moving forward steps. It's just hype and it's not needed. Well just the cost in it, in of itself versus $6,000 for one conference and no actionable steps versus $1,500 and there is actionable steps. Uh, you can't beat it.
0: All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back into your daily conversation. It is your inspiration station in the Thrive Time Show. You know, I just talked to a listener today who said, Z, he's been listening to the show for about two months, and the words that he said, he says, it's changing my life. And, and there's a book called The Magic of Thinking Big, which I encourage everyone to read, but it says that the mind is what the mind is fed, a.k.a. what you're around, who you surround yourself begins to impact what you think, right? So I grew up, I remember being around people who would meet somebody like you, Dr. Z, who was successful. And we would actually get irritated in saying, Yeah, he probably has a silver spoon. He probably inherited it all. You know what I mean? It must be nice. But yeah. We never had any curiosity about how you did it. And I remember when I was still suffering with the duality of, of, in my mind, wanting to be successful, but also being slightly irritated that someone was more successful than me. And that's when you met me. I mean, you met me when I was, when I was, I was still looking angry.
2: Oh, yeah. But you're I was a, trying you're a to be bitter. curious. Bitter, bitter young man. I mean, I was just skulking around the office. <laughs> <laughs> Always skulking you pull up, you'd pull up that, that car of yours and just the, the music, the, the thumper, the whatever, the bass. Boom, 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 shaking the building, you know, sitting out there all skulky, you know. Coming in with your old baggy pants, looped earrings, kind of all kind of skulking around. And we're like, who is this dude that keeps showing up every day? And someone said, I think that's Vanessa's husband. And we were, we all were just took a double or jaws to the ground. We're like, that is Vanessa's husband? <laughs> I mean, because she was just, you know, Southern California, cheerleader at the you know, Christian University,
0: bubbly, pretty. and just. You're kinda, trying you know, to sell glasses, and I've got the bass cranked up so, so loud in your loud. parking it's lot. Shaking them off, the, and you're off just, the frame board. I'm not kidding. And had to come out a few times. Like, like, dude, dude, mm-hmm. chill. And she's going, could you turn chill. it down we have customers? I'm like, whatever. You look like
2: the guy <laughs> that if a guy looked at you wrong, you'd just be like, okay, let's go. We're right here. Let's that just happened. Let's just go. Let's sorry. Up, let's go out back. At the Applebee's, that guy that was like you know, trying, trying to
0: sing the dance. Oh, man, yeah. Uh, you I mean, you, you know, don't just, want to screw up someone's karaoke. No, because you know, there's no, people who no, plan no, their no. whole weekend on this. They plan on going to – Chris, you were in the Navy, right? I was. Were there guys in the Navy that you served with who would, who would mentally gear themselves up for doing karaoke? Was that a thing yet? Yeah, only the village people, though. That was the whole – Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> 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 Whoa. Well, you Whoa. were in the
2: Navy. In the Navy. Right.
0: Exactly. Now, okay, Z, we're talking today about how to stay organized. And tip number one is touch it once. You want to, When you see something, you want to save it in the right place right away. Two, universal naming. You've got to agree on how you name things. Three is everything has to be scalable. If, you, if it's not, um, as an example, we have a theme park that called me this week and wants for me to help them grow their business. And okay. they asked me if I can drive out there or fly out there once a week to help them. No, because that's not scalable. That's not a thing I can do over and over. I don't want right. to do that. So, no. Move number four is you can't be casual. So, I'm going to start with you, Chris. People who are casual about their financial future, you know, you say, are you saving some money? And they go, you know, whatever. I mean, overall, basically, I'm saving, you know, if, you know here or there when I can. You know, when people kind of sound casual, you know, about their savings and their financial future, what's typically going on?
10: Okay, well, it sounds a lot like the calls I get at my radio show all the time. Of course, we have a radio show on KFAQ on when Saturday mornings. When is it? 8.30 to 9 in the mornings on Saturdays.
0: 8.30 to 9 a.m. On every Saturday.
10: Every Saturday. Right
0: here on 1170? Yes, right here oh, on wow. 1170.
10: We're bringing the business radio to Tulsa. That's Congratulations. Right, right, right. Awesome. Um, so two, two calls I hate to get on my radio show. Number one, um, I'm 55 and I've saved nothing for retirement. Mm. Or I'm mm. 75 and I've outlived my retirement. So those are the two calls I hate to get. And both of those are good examples of being casual about your financial future.
0: And what would you, what advice, what is an actionable step that anybody could take here who's um, maybe going, that's actually kind of me. Um, I'm, uh, you know, maybe you're in the car with someone right now. You're in the car, ZMZ. Have you ever been in the car where you're listening to talk radio with someone you know and you realize that the person who's talking is talking about you (laughs) so you quickly either a change the station or you roll down the windows or you just start yelling words like (laughs) what's going on (laughs) I mean you just I mean you ever had that awkward feeling where you know it maybe at church or something where they're like are they reading my mail have you ever see have you ever had this happen absolutely yeah and when it does you are just kind of like
2: uh they're actually talking to me you know they're what have money saved and I'm 50 Uh." you know, but you have to be purposeful in it. You can't be casual about it because if you don't do it, it's not going to just happen. I mean, it's just not organic. It's not going to be viral savings. Yeah, bro, I'm just waiting for my savings to go viral. Bro, bro. my just savings, bro. 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 I, I bro, put, put money into the Denari and into this YouTube
0: channel. <laughs> and when that YouTube channel starts getting more views, bro, it's going to be awesome, bro. Bro, when
2: bro. I, bro, when I get that raise, I'm going to start saving, bro. Next next year, I'm I, I'm just working hard this year, and then I'm going to get, then I'm going to hit it, and then I'm going to save it, you know and that's not being purposeful that's being the casual of it i love i don't love know you talked really about the casualness of meetings of the casualness of getting stuff done around the office you know let's meet oh about this time or let's meet maybe here maybe there and people are just it's confusing you know you want to be just you want to have it set <laughs> You don't want to be casual. You want to have it said, here's how you do it, here's how you do it, here's how you do it, and here's when we're going to do it. I have
0: awkward, awkward questions for you now. And if you don't want to answer, what you do is you just do dead air, which is great for ratings. So if you don't want to answer, you just go dead air. Okay. You have worked with family, have you not? I have worked with family. I have. So we have both worked with family, correct? Correct, correct. And for what is the deal? Not with your family. I'm sure it's just my family. It's not your family, Z. It's my, we're just talking about my family, not okay. your experience. Okay. Fair enough. What is the deal when family, you go into business with them, they work for you, and that you tell them, hey, let's have the meeting at 12? and they go because i respect you so much i'm not going to show up at all or i'm going to be super casual about the time i'm not going to you know i owe you some money i'm not going to pay you back on time why does it why do we tend to hurt the ones we love the most why do people just get very casual with their own family not not your family but my family <laughs> Why does that? Why does that happen?
2: What's going on? What is that? Is that some dead time? Was that enough dead yeah, time? Yeah, that was enough dead, dead air time. Well, I think because it's it's this horrible word that is when you're around it, you you it just makes you shudder. It's called entitlement. Oh, and unfortunately, if you take good care of your employees, um, that is one of the negative things that can that can they could go into uh, entitlement. And if they're family members to begin with, they can get there almost immediately, if not before that. You know? I think I'd like to work for you, and uh, therefore you have a business, so I know I'm I'm going to. And these are the hours I'm going to work if and when I do show up. And uh, okay, you're welcome. Next. And you're just like, what what just happened?
0: We had a family member that uh, moved here from California. And he came in, and I remember my wife and I, we said, hey, This is his Chris. He'd been working with us for two weeks, okay. And I don't don't really see this guy very much. It's a true story. He'd been here for two weeks, and at the time, um, my assistant had scheduled him to work Friday in the call center for a a medical client of ours from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Answering the phone, just the end of the day. He's at my house at like 5:30, and I'm going, "Uh, "How come you're not there?" And he goes, "Oh, well, I was looking for a pool party online, and I saw that the casino was going to have a pool party." And I realized I couldn't get there unless I got home early, <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 I understand the mechanics of how you get to a pool, pool party on time, but why are you not there? And he says, well, just because I had to borrow your car, you know, and I, but yeah, oh, I knew, yeah. I knew you wouldn't be home. I knew you'd be home, and I wanted to make sure I borrowed the car, so I gotta head out. And he leaves, and I remember my wife and I were like. He doesn't even understand how crazy what he just did was. I mean, it was like the beginning of the end. He wanted to get—he left work early oh, without yeah. asking, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. so that he could take my car without oh, yeah. asking oh, yeah. to go to a pool party. <laughs> and he knew he would miss it. yeah, that's a. That's this a, is a forty-five-year-old man, and I'm like, what is going on? And this is unfortunately commonplace because casualness causes casualties. And I'm just telling you, you've got to vaccinate yourself against jackassery. Z, Jack, when we come back, we're going to talk about the jackassery of becoming disorganized. Any pet peeves that you or Chris have, we're going to get in deep into basically kind of vaccinating yourself against jackassery as it relates to staying organized. Unbelievable. Thrivetimeshow.com. Check, check, check it out.
9: i Carter. This is my wife, Jensen. Uh, Watts, We have. She has a photography business that we're trying to get um, up and growing. So I, you know, listen to talk radio. I drive a lot for work, um, and you know, got tired of listening to radio all the time. And I can't plug my phone into my truck; it's, it's too old. Um, and so, you know, one day, the Thrive Show was just in place of the talk show I normally listen to, um, and it was, you know, definitely more entertaining than most radio shows. Um, And so that's, you know, it took about a week or two before I actually looked more into it. I think it's wonderful. It's it's been great. It's a great environment. Um, I love the feel in here, and I really love how, you know, entertaining uh, Clay can be as well.
12: Yeah, I am so grateful to be here and um, I've loved just learning everything. I'm, ta- I'm learning a lot about branding and how to market my business because that's kind of where um, I've had a hard time is I can take pictures, I'm good at it, I have my prices and everything but it's hard to get the clientele so learning about the marketing has really helped me and I can't wait to implement it into my own business after this because it's been so great. We're so grateful to be here. I think yeah. I can go home and Like I have it written out the the steps that I need to take and and everything, it's very practical.
9: Yeah, a big thing that's that's helped me, um, you know, even without business stuff is just, you know, a a mental attitude aspect they have that I can apply to my current job and current life.
12: I love it. I am laughing a lot of the time and it's so entertaining and I I just love being here. It's awesome.
9: I I really like the smaller class group. Um, so it is more of an interaction, even if it isn't, you know, a constant. Raise my hand. Here's the question. Here's the answer. Um, it's just that kind of feel. Just, just a smaller. It's great. Small yeah. Car.
12: They haven't tried to upsell us anything. It has all just been very knowledgeable, and they are just teaching you how to grow your business. So.
9: has yeah. been very giving with his his time, um, his knowledge, his talents. Um, yeah, know at work. You know what? When I was telling people about this, like, I hope you're not joining some get-rich scheme. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, even if it is, he's not gonna charge me for it. So, yeah, I'd recommend it. Um, I mean, I would even love to come again.
0: All right, Thrive Nation. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio. It's business school without the BS. And yes, my name is Clay Clark. I'm the former SBA Entrepreneur of the Year and the father of five human kids. And I'm going to tell you what, I am so excited for you because I know that somebody listening today, I don't know, see, I can feel it. There's somebody listening today who's about ready to start that business or advance in their career or or take that company to the next level. We get these testimonials all the time. We had a pizza place just this week. If you missed the earlier part of the show, a pizza business has grown their profitability by 18% just this month, Z, they're opening up another location, and it's because of what they're learning here on the show. I just sense an excitement there. Uh, it, very exciting, and we love
2: wins. We love um, that's our heart, that's our passion is to help you get your time freedom and your financial freedom, and you do that with a healthy business that's growing. You know, unfortunately, there's this. Oh, you can Google it, don't Google it, you can Google it, but uh, failure rate of businesses is anywhere between 80 and 90%, according to Forbes and some other business reporting things. And so, you know, it's hard. It's not easy. You know, someone the other day was talking about, you know, how difficult it is. And I'm like, I I know it's challenging and it's difficult, but guess what? We've got a path for you. We've got steps for you. Lean on us. You're going to learn by their mistakes, which are costly and which can lead to the turning, you know, turning off your business or shutting it down, if you will. Or you can learn from mentorship, which is where guys and gals have gone before you and they have trailblazed the trail. I mean, we've got okay. You're like in the Amazon jungle. Follow me, Clay. Right. Yep. You're in the Amazon jungle. It's just thick woods, thick, just thick everywhere. Yeah, it's just
0: very thick here in the bugs Amazon.
2: Bugs and stuff, and the the heat, and the, the you're sweating, and you're just zzz, you know and you're sitting zzz, there looking, and all of a sudden you see in front of you where a guy's taking a machete and made a trail for you. Okay, Mug- Mugwai, thanks a lot. All right. And you see they're going, oh, that looks like a nice child. There's no thorns or bushes or, you know, there's uh, no anacondas. It's, you know, there's, it's right there. I could just see it right there. But you know what I would think I'm going to do? I think I'm going to turn a little bit to the left here and just start fighting my way through this vast jungle and just not and oh, ignore still the trail. Oh, I
0: anaconda. Oh, no. Oh, no.
2: Ah. You see what I'm saying? So we have the trail cut for you. And there's four ways you can access it, Clay. There's four, there's four ways you can, yes. today, you can say, I'm going to do something uh, about, about
0: this. Well, one is you go to thrive15.com, the world's most affordable business school, and it's a dollar a month. You know, we've had so many Thrivers who've said, you know what? I feel like my entire team needs to improve, so I put them through all of Lee Cockerell's time management training classes. He's the guy who managed Walt Disney World, and they've said, hey, our productivity is up exponentially. So it's a dollar for the first month, thrive15.com. We also have in-person workshops. You can learn more about it, thrivetimeshow.com. Game-changing, two-day events, 15 hours of power. You can learn everything you've ever needed to know to grow a business. Move three, one-on-one business coaching, which is one of my favorites because we can connect with you, help you through the tricky waters of entrepreneurship. And four, you can download the podcast. You can subscribe to the podcast version of today's show and every show at thrivetimeshow.com. And this just in, it is for free. For free. For free. And you can
2: share it with friends you know because you may be listening, going, listen, I don't own a business, but yet I got my buddy who's just opening one up in Scottsdale, Arizona. And he could probably really use, he's kind of a disorganized guy, he could use today's show as, for example, email that to him. Share it with your friends around because we, I tell you what, our heart and our desire is to business coach everybody up, to be the mentorship platform for people that want to start and grow a business. And and we, we just love it. We, when you guys are successful out there, it just it just makes us just put a big smile on our face.
0: It, it does. It does. That's why we love to talk about the wins of the week. When you email us your wins, email us how you're applying what you're learning to info at thrive15.com. We'll share it on the air like we just don't care, but we do. So, uh, Chris, I want to ask you this. What are some of your pet peeves with organization in a business? Because you, you're, you're, you know, you've obviously grown Anchor Financial. It's growing. You're adding teammates every day. Uh, People who go to myanchorgroup.com can learn about your financial uh, uh, consulting business there. Um, What are some of your pet peeves about organization or lack thereof? Well, one of my biggest, I would think, I'll
10: give you an example. I had an agent uh, that was not calling his clients back after they call in. They just have a simple question. Everything compounds when you ignore your clients. And I have a rule. Everybody calls within 24 hours or sooner. If you do not call sooner than that, or if you do not if you call after 24 hours, there's going to be some major consequences. So, cuz all that reflects back on your business. Everything does, and we're in a service industry. So, if you're in a service industry, you've got to pay attention to those clients. If they call you with a problem, it's only going to get worse if you ignore it.
0: You got to call them back with a sense of urgency. Z, do you have any big pet peeves or driving you crazy with organization?
4: Broadcasting live from the center of the universe. You're listening to the Thrive Time Show.
0: A lot of mine is physical stuff around the offices.
2: I, I like I like it clean and not cluttered. And so a lot of the organization I do is that, uh, you know, I'm the kind of guy that when I travel somewhere, I, I open up my suitcase and, and, and put it all in the drawers, right? Put it, hang it up in the closet. Amen. You know, when Amen. I get home, I do the same thing. And so I expect my businesses. Yes. I kind of have that same mindset. So when things come in, be purposeful about it. Don't just oh, I'll get to that later. I'll get to that later. I'll get to that later. I mean, because what happens is is that then you, you don't get to it in someone's glasses and they came in today, you know, because another lab had to make them and that happened through different insurance policies you know that you have and so they come in they go well I'll, we'll get that later and then all of a sudden that person's calling up to go and hair my glasses in and it's like well no they're not they're not in yet and they are they're sitting in that box over in the corner uh just sitting there and everybody's just kind of going hmm
0: you travel all the time do you pre-pack are you a pre-packer do you already have your stuff pre-packed for your next trip uh, no no
2: no I don't prepack Sometimes depends on where I'm going
0: but when you get out I do I do it I, I was on the beach last week in a, in
2: a polar suit so that was not good so. when you
0: get out when you get out of your uh, when you get out of your you get into the hotel room though you do you, you you go ahead and kind of put everything in the drawers you get organized you get set up for success
2: yeah yeah I get I get organized and that's kind of how we're the the, the analogy or the picture we're trying to paint today of your business
0: this makes me cry I love to know how organized you are on vacation and and to become unpacked. Things put it's in the so proper good. place. It's so good. I know it sounds crazy, but my toothbrush goes next to the sink. When somebody crazy. uses your toothbrush, do you lose your mind? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I hope
2: I don't no, know. Just don't tell me. If you use it, just don't tell me. Has, it,
0: has one of your kids ever used it, and did it ever just freak you out? I mean, did it did it take you to a dark place? Are you are you over it? No, I'm not that big a germaphobe. It didn't take me to a dark place. You know,
2: it's a kid you kiss anyway. I mean, you you know, I mean, it's, it's not like you don't shares the same germs anyway, you know, so I don't I – that doesn't freak me. That doesn't freak me. There's a lot of things that freak me out, but that's not one of them. What's I guess the, it freaks you out.
0: What's the one thing that freaks you, just freaks you out with, with disorganization? The thing that you just – I mean, it just – you just want it to stop. You're just like, would you – just? I mean, is it, is it leaving the boxes out, man? I mean, what's the well, thing that's the number that, one?
2: I think the biggest thing was, was lo- you know, losing stuff. You can't find it, you no. know, and, and it goes from a patient chart. It goes from patient's glasses. It goes from a pair of contact lenses, a box of contact lenses that – you know we're there, they they're, say they shipped in, they're there, they're somewhere, and someone put them in the wrong place, you know. Uh, they put them in the wrong, uh, so we have, you know, we have a section for, you know, contact lenses to be stored properly. And so, the, you know, there's a lot of different powers in contact lenses. And so you have to put them in order, otherwise they get lost. You've got to put them in with the right company, otherwise they get lost. And so what drives me crazy is that when you know you've got something there and you can't find it. And that just is the ultimate of you know craziness because then you're spending all this time looking for something that if it had been organized properly and put up properly when it was first touched, then you don't have that you don't have those wasteful issues because waste is I just really as a, as an entrepreneur. I do not like waste.
0: Now, Z, before before we let uh, Chris chime in on a final organization tip he may have for the Thrivers, we have audio of you. I, I hope it's not. Ma- ba- I hope you're not mad, but I did mic you in 2003. Oh, okay. I put a mic on you when you were losing your mind about somebody not putting the context where they go. Yeah. And I have the audio. I'm going to play it for the Thrivers. Okay, okay, here great. we go. Cool.
2: Now, you kids are probably saying to yourselves, hey, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get the world by the tail and wrap it around and pull it down and put it in my pocket. Well, I'm here to tell you that you're probably going to find out as you go out there that you're not going to amount to jack squat.
0: See, that was pretty
2: intense. I was back in 2003. <laughs> I didn't even realize I was Mike back then. But hey, before, before we go on, I want to play. We may we have, you know, have a guest on a you know, successful uh, entrepreneur that we bring on the on the show to you know do a little bit of their secret sauce. Yep. I've been playing a game here the last few weeks, and it's which cost more? A month of Thrive with the item in my hand. So, Chris, just, I'm going to just ask you one question, okay? I've got a box of uh, hot tamales here, five, a net weight of five ounces, okay? Purchased at Walmart. Premium got the quality. Premium quality. They are the fierce cinnamon-flavored chewy candies, okay? Can you see this? I can, can see it. Okay. I can see it. Which cost more? A month of Thrive15.com or a box of hot tamales?
10: I would say the hot tamales, without a doubt, cost more.
2: It's $1. six, oh, and you are, you are correct. Right. Winner, that, winner, wow. chicken right dinner. On. Wow, he's good. Now, Chris. He's good. I, get, I, I get clay all the time on now that Now, do one. I
10: get the hot tamales? <laughs> uh,
0: no, somebody already ate them. Oh, they, they already okay. ate them. Okay. But Chris, you are a, a financial planner with MyAnchorGroup.com. You help people get financially organized. What's a, a final tip you might have for the thrivers out there that are maybe – Disorganized, needing a little business tip. What do you have for them?
10: Let's start with automation. Auto, automate your finances, making sure that you're setting aside that money into a product that's, say, a fixed instrument. We call them fixed instruments. Those fixed instruments instruments will make you a certain amount of interest every single month, and you can continue that out and add to, and add to, and add to, and then diversify, and it, it all grows from there. What's your website, my friend? Myanchorgroup.com. That's myanchorgroup.com, just and, like a ship's anchor. And what's that phone number, my friend? 918 918- 591
0: I realize you don't call yourself very often. Sorry I to don't. put you on the spot. And that's with quite alright. Now here's the deal, Thrive Nation. As always, do we like to end it with a bang? Here we go. Three, two, one, boom.